0: Uh, podcast today uh, on the subject why Arizona will turn blue and stay red and what I mean by that and this because uh, you know I woke up today saw Drudge Report has Arizona blue and talking about how Trump you know it's now talking about how he doesn't need Florida to win and then you know go on there's other articles saying election battleground Arizona and then another one from the hill saying According to the Cook Political Report, is moving Arizona to lean Democrat in the Biden-Trump race, and I want to give some context to this. Obviously, I do live in Arizona, so I think I've got you know some idea of the pulse of what's going on, and I accurately predicted Kirsten Sinema winning in um, I think it was 2018. Uh, not, not, forgot when she ran, but anyways, that was a bigger prediction than even predicting Trump was going to win, because you got this, you know, LGBTQ, you know, radical left uh, senator who is now, you know, tried to move to the middle to try to trick people. Uh, I believe she also ran underneath the Green Party back in the uh, the 90s and uh, early 2000s. But she's somebody you definitely don't want to underestimate. I believe she's also an Ironman triathlete, like myself, which means that you know she is able to go through, uh, you know, endure a lot of hard times. And I'm just trying to see if we are live on uh, on YouTube right now. There. Are, you know, always jacking with everything we're doing, but cool. It does look like we are live and we've got one watching, it's, it's probably me. But, anyways, what I wanted to do and talk about with uh, Arizona going blue and give some context to this. So back in the 2018 Senate race, what you had was you had Dr. Kelly Ward. And then you also had who is, you know, a hardcore Trumper. And then you had who jumped into the race at 80, you know, in this mid 80s or late 80s at the time was uh, Sheriff Joe. Now, what ended up going on with that is Sheriff Joe decided that he would, uh, you know, when he got into the race, basically split the pro Trump vote. So you had, you know, what would you know, obviously, you know, we can, you know, split hairs and you know, whether or not you should vote or not vote and all these other things. But anyways, I'm just giving the, the context of what happened so in that race you had the two more hardcore you know, uh, say so, you know conservatives, Trump people were uh, you know basically split the vote, which then let the Rhino, uh, who I call McFlake, because she's a combination of John McCain and Jeff Flake. So McSally ended up getting in uh, to run against Kirsten Cinema, and since she's a Rhino, a lot of people that were conservative, independent, libertarian leaning decided they'd stay home, not vote. Uh, and so what it did is uh, Kirsten Cinema ended up winning, and then shortly after John McCain uh, passed away, uh, you know, definitely going to shed a tear over that. And when John McCain passed away, Doug Ducey then implement then installed Martha, Martha McSally as the other senator. So we wasted all this time, energy and effort basically to get both of those two women who are running against each other. Ultimately. In the same place anyway. So yeah, big, you know, big political theater going on. So now, fast forward two years later, and you know, the Senate seat is back up for re-election, John McCain seat. And of course, since Martha McSally is now the incumbent, even though she didn't win, she's going up against Mark Kelly. And how are you gonna one up, you know, a person that is a you know an Air Force fighter pilot? I think she was Air Force. Anyway, she was a fighter pilot, and then so now what they did is they've got Mark Kelly, who was an astronaut, because that's how you one up a fighter pilot is you get a one. As you get an astronaut who is married to gun grabber Gabby Giffords. And so since McSally is a rhino, I believe a lot of other actual conservative people are not going to go vote for her and certainly not going to be super enthused about voting for her. And that's going to lead to Mark Kelly winning. And so it's, he's not going to win necessarily because Arizona turns blue. He's going to win because Arizona actually is too red to vote for uh McSally and it's just you know how things shook out back in the 2018 race and then the installment uh, with her going in that seat is just sort of how things are playing out. But I wouldn't really read into this as that, you know, Arizona is some super, super blue state. Although now certainly that's going to be the narrative that's pushed, which is then going to lead to people from other, you know, probably blue states moving here, uh, unfortunately. But, you know, there is still some Wild West spirit around. But, you know, there are obviously a lot of liberals in Arizona, uh, unfortunately. But, you know, I don't think it's nearly as dire as what people make it out to believe. And it all really had to do with the fact that if you go back to that race in 2018, and how things played out with the two, you know, hardcore Trump people running against each other that then. And so if you really want to, you know, ask, you know, who's to blame here? Uh, you know, I guess you could blame, you know, the Sun City 80 year old crowd that just loves getting fooled time and time again. They love getting fooled by Mitt Romney, love getting fooled by John McCain, both in his presidential run and, his, and in his Senate run, love getting fooled by Jeff Flake. And uh, now, you know, maybe they're not as well, likely to get fooled by uh, McSally, which is why I think she's going to lose. Um, but it's just so frustrating, you know, being able to see this happen time and time again. Uh, I, My money would definitely be on Mark Kelly in terms of who is going to end up, you know, winning this race. But either way, the people in Arizona uh, are going to end up losers, uh, no matter which one of these people wins, because they're both terrible. But I wouldn't make it out to be like the whole state has turned blue. It's just, you know, the dynamics of how that 2018 race turned out is now leading to what's going on in 2020. And also, you know, Doug Ducey, rightfully so getting attacked from the right, also obviously getting attacked from the left, but you know, this guy is trying to have his cake needed too and you know, at first uh, you know, was trying to appease some of the non-mask people like myself. Then went you know hardcore because obviously as soon as Trump you know decided he's going to have a rally in in, uh, in Phoenix, all of a sudden Maricopa County becomes you know the biggest hotbed place in the entire world. Go figure. So that's uh, I noticed a little bit about what's going on. I want to make this a real short, sweet podcast. But you know my money is I just wanted on the record that Mark Kelly is going to win. I was on the record saying Kirsten Sinema is going to win, which you know was absolutely crazy. And uh, unfortunately, you know it's very sad that you got you know this LGBTQ plus you know Kirsten Cinema. Who's got one seat, and then you've got, you know, Mark Kelly, you know, big time gun grabber, is gonna have the other seat. So maybe it's gonna lead to, you know, who knows, the next when Kirsten Cinema is up, maybe it's gonna lead to some actual hardcore conservatives, you know, getting in there, some actual wild, wild west people getting in there, but you know, not gonna hold my breath on it, but you know, things aren't as dire as uh, people would make it out to believe in the media. Go figure. But again, you know, where we're getting this information from is, uh, you know, The Hill. Uh, Which was, you know, linked from the drudge Report today, which also has turned blue. You know, and I'm sure I'm going to get that, you know, in the comments. And then also a National Review article where it's saying Arizona is a battleground. But just want to be on the record and keep this short and sweet. Uh, I'm hoping to be at the Red Pill Expo in uh, October 10th and 11th at Jekyll Island. Uh, If you guys don't know who Gia Griffin is, definitely check out his book Creature from Jekyll Island. That conference is going to be held on Jekyll Island. He's 89. How, who knows how many more of these he'll have. And then we'll also have, uh, you know, John Stice and I will, luckily enough, uh, gracious enough, he's gonna be, we're going to be interviewing uh, the man himself, J.R. Griffin, this Saturday. So look forward to that. Thank you for all the support. Make sure to follow me on uh, float.app forward slash. The liberty advisor and also on library.tv uh, and that's lbry.tv forward slash at the liberty advisor but anyways thank you guys so much and also remember to subscribe to the podcast uh which is you know pretty much found in any uh all your favorite podcast apps or probably probably most of them not sure if it's on all of them but anyways that's a great way to listen to the show as opposed to watching it and also being notified when we have new episodes because you can't always rely on youtube to let you know what's uh, going on anyways thank you guys for listening and i'll talk Talk to